Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's a football Friday with the Michael K Show. Presented by Nissan and Bet365. This is an mean special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Ian's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Peter Rosenberg! Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. No wonder your show is number one. Hey, hi, hello. How's everyone doing today? Welcome to ENN. Ray Rowe. On TV. Tonight's ENN, of course, is presented by Security Dodge. Go see Michelle Scalisian. Huh? Come get some. Let me start off by saying good evening to Michael. I wear compression socks sometimes on a plane. And good evening to myself. Remember, I'm not a journalist. No. no. And good evening to myself. But there's so many people who look like Richie Cunningham and can get it in. <laughs> that was yesterday. So another clean day for you? Yeah, I guess so. I'm not entertaining. Let's say good evening to the caller. You guys are the best in the industry. When I'm talking about the, uh, the industry, I'm referring to... Actually, no, I just messed that up. My bad. <laughs> you can reverse it. He didn't realize that. No. You it just works both rever- ways, right? That's right. I think it's originally industry when talking about the business. No, it's the Let, other way. Yeah. Either way works. Let's say let's say good evening to the caller. I think a little bit of skunk's good, too much skunk's not good. Deep. Smart. 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 Uh, I don't know if you guys watched the uh, football yesterday. The the big Bengals and Brown uh, Ravens game. Um, but the injuries were fast and furious. The first mm. one, uh, Baltimore tight end Mark Andrews. Here's John Harbaugh with an update. Has a very serious ankle injury. It looks like a season-ending injury. Our prayers will be with Mark. Nobody cares more about the team and being there for the guys than Mark Andrews. So it's going to be hard for him, but we're going to be there for him all the way. Bart Scott taking some heat on social media for saying that he didn't like the tackle. Well, that's the tackle that they're thinking about outlawing. But it is one that often leads to this, though. It's the same thing that happened to Lamar Jackson minutes later. The exact same tackle. That, like, leg twist situation. But what can you do? you got to still tackle. I mean, I get the horse collar. But Well, speaking of Lamar Jackson, he was asked, how's the ankle, Lamar? I'm good. We, we need to start talking about this ankle. I'm good. You see, I just walked up here. I'm good. We ain't going to talk nothing to existence, you know, speak nothing to existence. I'm good. There were he moments yesterday when it looked a little off, but uh, yeah, obviously they did footing. just Yeah, which is not common, but they, they obviously did just fine. Let's hear uh, from Robert Sala. Some thoughts on Dalvin Cook. I had a really good talk with him. 
And, you know, you kind of saw it with Josh Jacobs at the Raiders. You know, you miss an entire training camp, and, you know, Josh kind of started slow when you watch the early part of his tape. But when you watch him now, Josh looks really good in terms of getting his legs underneath him. And when you look at Delvin, he misses all the training camp. Not, not exactly sure what he did even before OTAs. He just wasn't in a building. And then you get to week one, and it's just like, God, that, that juice, the pop, there's something missing. But you kind of saw it. You've kind of seen it over the last couple of weeks. And... Um, you know, I feel like his legs are alive. He's starting to see the field the way we know he can see the field. And so getting him more of a role is definitely a, a priority. I should hope so. Yeah, but it looks like they want to use Izzy more. So does, isn't that going to take some carries away from Delvin? Well, ultimately, you know, Salah could say whatever he wants. It, the proof is going to be in the pudding, right? Now, if they fall behind and they can't run the football is one thing. But if that's a competitive game and he gets like six carries, well, then I guess he doesn't have his legs. And he isn't a part of what you're doing. It's kind of looking like, to me, why Minnesota wasn't interested in bringing him back. And that's usually how it goes in, in this sport, right? I can't believe he's available, and then you find out why he's available. He's a quarterback that hit that magic number of 28, and something just happens. Unless you're Marcus Allen, something just happens when you get north of 27 years old, and you're just not the same back. Uh, Robert Sala also asked about Garrett Wilson's availability for Sunday. Optimistic. No, I, uh, <laughs> uh, we'll see. I, honestly, I, I, I'm not going to speak for him or the docs, but um, uh, there's a couple hurdles he has to clear. He said he's playing. Yeah. You know GW. Gamer. Gamer. Uh, Ron Rivera spoke earlier today and okay. was asked about his uh, potential future or lack thereof in Washington. No, you know, I'm confident and comfortable in, in who I am and what I do. I've been through enough. You know, the, the last three and a half years has not been easy. Anybody thinks it's been easy, you know, to hell with them. And I'll be honest with you because that's how I feel about those last three years. It's been a lot. We've done a lot. We've had our moments. But the thing that feels good is at the end of the day, the questions that need to be asked, is the culture better? And have we found the quarterback? That's all I can control. I control what I can, can and that's the way I'm going to look at it. Our guys will show up. Our guys will play hard. We'll play to the very bitter end, just like we did last year, and we'll see what happens. Is it That's your coach. He's going to be there next year. No, I don't think so. It, it's an interesting point that he makes in, in terms of the is the culture being better? Is the culture better? And did you find a quarterback? Perhaps you did. And I, I would say the culture is better. But but Don, tell me if you feel me on this. You can't exactly take credit now for the culture being different when the biggest poison to the culture also left this offseason. So right, the culture didn't improve because of him. Yeah, he, you were there when the culture was terrible. And then the monster left, and now the culture's gotten better. And even though I appreciate the culture change, which, again, I think is must, much more attributed to Snyder leaving, you got to do make good football decisions. How many different scenarios has this guy had where we come in on a Monday and said he didn't understand the situation in a game? He, he missed a replay situation. Like, there's just too many things. How, how do you lose the game against the Giants three weeks ago? Everyone in the league is watching it going, oh, watch, I bet they come up flat against the Giants. What'd they do? I'm sorry, I blame that on the head coach. And I know it's been a rough three years, and he's talking about his cancer and having to coach during treatments, and I can't even imagine what was that was like for him. But is that going to be taken into consideration when it's time to think if you need to improve as head coach? I think that already was held in consideration with him still being around. Yeah. That's now, the quarterback is developing. Now, does he need to see that through, or is it what it is? Like, is, is that This is the ceiling. Or is he just beginning? You watch him more than we do. Is this the start of something, or is this 
hey, he's proven he can play in this league, but how much better can he get? Yeah, I mean, I think it's both of those things. It, it seems like we have. It seems like we could have the guy. In fact, I'm willing to go as far as saying, Don, if they if they show up this weekend, because remember his last bad game was against this Giants defense. Right. He was awful. Didn't throw for a touchdown. Got picked off once. Um, uh, can't lose this game. Fifty percent passing. No, you can't. This is a huge. If you're if you're trying to prove that you're the guy, and your team is alive, and you have a home game against a team that's dead, I don't care how good Kayvon Thibodeau is, you got to show up and be good. It, it, for him and your coach and the culture, you, you can't have the Giants walk into your building and beat you at this stage of their season. It just can't. You can't do it. Can't happen. I don't care how you win the game. You, just, you can't be on the losing end of this game. Michael might be right. Maybe the Giants cover. Maybe it's a competitive game, whatever. But you've got to be on the winning end of this thing. It's not going to look good if you're not. Do you know what I'm willing to say right now, right here on this show? What is that? If he puts up a big game this weekend and like he's actually very good and they get a win and that would be like his third his maybe fourth third or fourth straight really good game. I think yeah, third or fourth straight really good game plus a win in a in a must win game divisional. I'm going to show up on the show on Monday and I'm going to howl for how. Okay. I'm going to wow. officially I'm officially going to howl. Mm. That's how you know it's real. Or you don't what want is, to jinx it. What do you say? You want preview? to give us a preview or you don't want to jinx it? I'm gonna do that for three that. I'm gonna do that for three and a half hours. Sounded more like a moan than right, a how, about this, how about this? How about this? How about this? There you go. Is that better? Much. I mean, it's it's still ominous. You need that ooh, woo, 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 like that kind of thing, you know? Like something positive. Did the, well, the first one sounded like it, it was dying. Don't like it. Don't care for it. By the way, this is every wolf's howling sound I can find. <laughs> Apparently, wolves kind of whine at the moon. We thought they were, like, more aggressive. Apparently not. So, uh, guys, Draymond Green ended up getting um, suspended five games for that chokehold the other night. Uh, on uh, against Minnesota, and Steve Steve Kerr was asked about what Draymond did and the suspension that followed. It was a terrible visual for the league, for Draymond, for everybody. So Draymond was wrong. He knows that it's a bad look. The, the five games is deserved. Draymond has to find a way to not cross the line. And I'm not talking about getting an ejection and getting a technical. I'm talking about physical act of, of violence. Love Steve Kerr. He also went on to say, he kind of intimated that he needs help. He said, we'll provide him with the help he needs to get through wow. this stuff. I, I, I give him credit. Uh, the knee-jerk reaction for all these coaches, defend, defend, defend the player to a fault. I, I thought he was very fair there. How do you defend it? He said breaking it up is fine, but you know he held on to him for seven seconds. Draymond can't control his emotions. No. Well, and guys, it cost him a championship, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can make that argument. It's pretty reasonable. They were up three games to one. They would have beaten the Cavaliers, and, and he got suspended. So it's on him. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. 
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So if you've been under a rock today, uh, let's see. Joe Burrow is out for the year. Done. That has happened. Mm-hmm. Also, the league is now going to be investigating the Cincinnati Bengals um, for injury report compliance. The NFL is investigating why the Bengals did not list Joe Burrow on their injury report this week for a wrist ailment that ultimately ended up with him having to leave the game against the Ravens with a 10-7 lead and, 10-7 lead and ended his season. The Bengals had posted a video on Twitter slash X uh, on Wednesday night of Burrow getting off the team bus wearing what appeared to be a soft cast and then deleted the post. And Burrow appeared to be hampered all night. And then, of course, you obviously we all saw the visual of him on the sideline physically incapable of throwing a football. And now Joe Burrow's out for the year, and now the league has to investigate what exactly was going on with Cincinnati and their injury report. Now, Bengal Nation is trying to go by this Diana Rossini report. Well, Clowney hit him, and that's it's, they heard a pop, and, and that's when the injury happened. Well, both can be true. That maybe the injury was aggravated by that hit, but he went in compromised. And Cincinnati is obligated to list their injuries. And they didn't. So even if it turned out, guys, that the injury did the injury was worsened by what happened in the Baltimore game, does not get them off the hook in my mind. Because if he was compromised in any way, shape, or form, they've got to put that down. Even if he practiced well or and wasn't limited in practice, if he, if he's hurt, then they gotta they gotta say, all right, you're probable. At least, at least list it. It's very strange. Very, and I'm trying to understand. I, I, I mean, I guess the angle is they're going to argue the angles, what all these football teams always argue, the, the, some competitive advantage. Right. But Yeah, but you can't do that anymore because of gambling. Right. Now it's not can't. competitive advantage. But you're, now you're, 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 you know, well, again, not, not that he's going to have to have a GoFundMe page, but Dave Portnoy um, bet $100,000 on the Bengals. That's just one guy. Guys, that's the guy with a name. So course, it's just yeah. not fair to people. And, and and wasn't it Barstool that went the nuts with the Deflate Gate and the uh, Goodell with the clown nose? Like, so do you really want? Because he'll be aggressive with this. And, and does the league really want to have to fight this fight? Do something about it now. Investigate it now. If it turns out that it was a compression uh, deal on his wrist and 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 he wasn't, then fine. But if you find that they misled the public, which they did. Even if it's for a competitive edge, you, you, Michael. Before gambling was was legal, you weren't allowed to do that. Patriots would get fined routinely for leaves, leaving players off the injury list. And then, if you remember, when he got uh, suspend, uh, fined for it, he he put a uh, hundred guys on the list. I think there was one year where Tom Brady was on the injury list every single week, so he played games. But yeah, the game the games are over. Yeah, but guess he what? He knows how to hold a grudge. <laughs> But guess what? The games will occur this Sunday. And for this Sunday, this is your NFL announcer lineup. Sunday, November 19, we start in Carolina. The Dallas Cowboys and the Carolina Panthers. 1 p.m. on Fox. Kevin Burkhardt on the call. Keith, these are definitely not pumpkins. 
He'll be joined by Greg Ullin. Did I do a good job shaving? Perfect. Thanks. I didn't brush my hair because you told me it didn't matter. It doesn't matter. Thanks. Wait wait a minute. They have their top team on a game with Carolina? It's this the Cowboys. is a stinky week. I know they it's love, the Cowboys, but I know, but come, but come back to me. Mm-mm-mm. That they is love the Cowboys. T- I mean, can you imagine, though? We, let's, we'll go through the whole thing and see if there's something that glaringly it should be. Okay. Uh, also, Aaron Andrews on the sideline. All right, old man. I can joke with you about that. Hopefully she won't make anything up, though, like her friend. You know what I mean? Mm. Wow. You, you really did a 180 from yesterday. No, no, no. I'm not changing my opinion. I'm just, listen, she still deserves the jokes. I said that, if you guys recall, I said from the very beginning, the fact that she came out of her mouth with, you know, I said this before and didn't get fired for it. I said that was a terrible idea. I just had a little bit more of a nuanced view of the entire thing. Tom Rinaldi also on the other sideline. The Cowboys are two and three on the road this season, averaging 17 points a game in the last four road games. They're one and three on the road since beating the Giants 40 nothing. Panthers, NFL worst, one and eight, and have started one and nine in three other seasons in franchise history. We go to Cleveland down the AFC North clash between two teams that can be downright scary on offense. And I mean that in a horrifying way. The Steelers and the Browns, one o'clock on CBS, Iron Eagle on the call. Gobbledygook. He'll be joined by Charles Davis and everyone. The lobby is bustling. There is an energy here. Steelers nine consecutive games being outgained this season. Longest streak to begin a season in team history with another game uh, will be tied for fourth longest streak by team to start a season since 2000. The Browns chances to make the playoff drop from 80 percent to 63 percent following the news of Deshaun Watson's season ending Injury. Isn't it gobbledygook? What did he say? Iron Eagle did not get that right, which is odd because mm. he's perfect. Yeah, I'm, it's, it's surprising. It's part of a really funny moment. Do you know that moment? No. When he got into it with Mike Fratello? It's him no. and the czar fighting mid game. Oh, it's. Do you, you don't have the longer cut, do you, over there, Anthony? They have, they have like a full back and forth. It's tremendous. Let's go to Dechois. The Bears and the Lions at 1 o'clock on Fox. Adam Amin on the call. Now stands erect. He'll be joined by Mark Schlereth. Lick my fingers and touch it. And Christina Pink. And you know what that means, guys. Stinking pink vehicle. Sure. One second, Peter. Yeah. You have Steelers and the Browns on CBS, and you don't have Burkhart and Olsen doing that game? No, they're on Fox, Mike. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. You're you know what? Old school there. Oh. Although I will say, Bears-Lions might be... As a matter of fact, it I, is more attractive. I, 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 yeah. I mean, it, at least it's a divisional clash yeah, with, a a, yeah, with a good team. It's a good team in a divisional game. The other right. one's just a nothing. Detroit is six and one in its last seven home games, including three and one this season. They lost week two to Seattle. The Bears have lost eleven straight division games, longest active streak in the NFL. We go to Green Bay, the Chargers, and the Packers. Even that one, I would argue this is a better game for Burkhart. Honestly, it's a more interesting football game. You can't waste Burkhart's time. Kevin Kugler on the call. He'll be joined by Mark Sanchez. I mean, Shelton's clearing out defenders faster than a teenager clears his search history on his web browser. Holy smokes. And Laura Oakman. Guess what, guys? ESPN radio call? Chris Carlin on the call. First time at uh, Lambeau. Good for him. He, he's definitely packing down a wiener schnitzel or two. Excuse me? 
The Packers, 10-2 all-time against the Chargers. Their best winning percentage against an active franchise, though the Chargers won their most recent meeting. The Chargers, 1-4 all-time at Lambeau. Their last win, who was quarterback? Don Maschkowski. Well, no, I was talking about the Chargers. Oh, for the Chargers, Dan Fouts. That's right, 1984. That's a long time ago. He probably beat Lynn Dickey. Let's go to H-Town, Houston, 1 o'clock. The Cards, Kyler Murray and the Cards against the upstart C.J. Stroud and Houston Texans. Tom McCarthy on the call. He'll be joined by James Lofton, Jay Feely, and Tiffany Blackman. I think I'm... I think I'm not speaking out of school when I say this is the only group we have no audio for. <laughs> and the proven. Texans have not won three straight games since winning nine straight in 2018. Wow, I do not remember that. Me neither. The Cardinals. Actually, yeah, I do. I do. The Cardinals' eight-game losing streak on the road is tied with the Titans for the longest active such streak in the league. Let's go to Jacksonville, Tennessee, and Jacksonville on CBS at 1 o'clock. Spiro Didis on the call. Spiro Didis? Joined by Adam Arches Archuleta. Adam Golden Archuleta. And Amanda Renner on the sideline. The Titans four straight divisional losses. The Jaguars one and three in games played in Jacksonville this season. Uh, and outscored 108 to 66 in those games. That's minus 10 and a half point differential. Let's go to Miami. The Raiders and the Dolphins at one o'clock. Kevin Harlan on CBS. That guy is headed to the slammer. He'll be joined by Trent Green and Melanie Collins. The Raiders 1-4 on the road this season and have lost four straight road games. The Dolphins 0-3 versus teams with a current record of 500 or better. We go to Washington. I mean, you know what's happening. It's the G-Men. It's the commies. 1 o'clock on Fox. Who's it got to be, Don? It's got to be our guy, Kenny Albert. That's right. Most people would probably not know that I could play the piano by ear. Jonathan Vilma and Shannon Spake on the sideline. Giants, five straight road losses. A six would break the tie for their second longest streak over the last 10 seasons. The Commanders have lost three straight at home. It would be four. Tampa at San Francisco, 405 on Fox. Joe Davis on the call. He'll be joined by Daryl Moose Johnson and Pam Oliver. Hey, now. 49ers seeking uh, their 13th straight regular season win in November or later, dating back to 2021. Tampa 4-0 against the spread on the road this season. The Jets at the Bills, 425. Michael, that would be your Gymnance vehicle. Hello, Fred. He'll be joined by Tony Romo. I'm so nervous. And Tracy, I'm coming for you, Carissa Thompson-Wolfson. The Bills are looking to avoid their first three-game losing streak since 2018 when they lost four straight. The Jets have lost nine straight division road games and are 1-11 in those games in the last five seasons. 425, the Rams hosting Seattle, CBS, Andrew Catalan, Tiki Barber, Matt Ryan, and A.J. Ross. The last uh, the, on Sunday, the Sunday night at eight twenty, Minnesota at Denver with Mike Tirico, Chris Collinsworth, and Melissa Stark, and of course the Big Daddy. We got good primetime games this week, guys. Yeah. Philly at Kansas City on Monday Night Football with our friend Joe Buck on ESPN. So we'll welcome you in the booth just to prove that we're still here, and that'll do it for ENN. <laughs> brought to you by Security Dodge. Shop 24-7 at securitydodge.com. Go see Michelle Scalisi. Grab a t-shirt and come get some during their Black Friday sales event. Well, an interesting week, to say the least. Enjoy the football. We'll be back on Monday. Robert Sala will be with us. 
That should be fun. And Scott Van Pelt as well. See everybody. And Daniel Craig is going to take us out. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.